Right now on Truth Today, is America coming to an end? Are we on the verge of a national divorce? Are we a tale of two nations or even more? We're gonna be discussing the Trump arraignment. We're gonna be discussing the US dollar collapse that is inevitable. Immorality rampant. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, uh, good morning or good afternoon, depending on uh, your time zone. We want to welcome you here to Truth Today. Uh, my name is Pastor Sharam Hadian, and uh, we're so grateful that you can join us today on our live show. Uh, please make sure that um, you continue to follow us on our website and or Rumble. Remember that those are the two platforms that we are posting. So rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Please, if you're there, subscribe so that you can get updates. And also, tilministry.com, uh, tilministry.com slash live is the live page. So hopefully you're on one of those two platforms uh, today. Uh, you're hopefully on one of those two platforms today, and you are um, uh, able to see us. And also remember our archive shows. Please share these shows. If you have like-minded family and friends, please let them know that... Uh, uh, there's ministries out there that are still going to be proclaiming the truth in love, no matter what the cost. Uh, so again, we, we're grateful for that. Uh, one other thing uh, that I wanted to mention to you, um, again, please check out our events calendar. We'll be coming out to Wisconsin, April 14th to the 16th. Uh, then we're going to be in Minnesota in the middle of May. We just confirmed that this week. And then we're going to be in Montana and Idaho in June. Uh, towards the middle, uh, second week of June. Just confirmed that as well all in the past week. So we'll have those up on our events calendar. Also on our events calendar, somebody asked me this past weekend about when I teach at Patriot Church here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We usually try to put that on our events calendar as well. It's not consistent because uh, I rotate with Pastor Ken Peters, but um, uh, that will also be on our events calendar. All right, uh, we're going to jump in this morning uh, this is a difficult topic uh, to cover because there's a lot of people that have, you know, mixed feelings about our nation and, and where we're at. I want to share with you that what I'm going to share this morning is going to be from the perspective of Bible prophecy. So, as you know, prophecy is an important part of this show, this ministry, and the Word of God. One-third of all of the scriptures is Bible prophecy. One-third. There are over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament regarding the coming of the Messiah. There are many, many prophecies about the second coming of Christ and about the days that are leading up. I, I covered some of that on Sunday as we celebrated uh, what some would call Palm Sunday, but the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem the singing of Hosanna, I talked about Daniel chapter 9 and the fact that there is an outstanding seven-year period that was prophesied in Daniel chapter 9 that is yet to be fulfilled. That is what the Bible calls the tribulation, the specific seven-year tribulation. And specifically, even more specifically, the first half being the tribulation, the second half being the great tribulation, a time of God's wrath, not just judgment, but wrath. One that I do believe that the church is not going to endure. So I do support the rapture of the church. I do believe that it will happen. 
Um, and I'm not dogmatic as some would be about whether it will be before the tribulation starts or in the middle of the tribulation. Um, but I do believe that, that we will not be seeing the second half of the tribulation at the minimum, the minimum, because of the fact that it will be God's wrath upon the earth and not pouring wrath upon his church. Judgment is very different than wrath. But when we talk about Bible prophecy, the question that always comes up is America. What about America? Where is America in Bible prophecy? There's a headline or an article that I want to highlight very quickly. Actually, two articles I want to highlight real quickly before we get into a passage of Scripture in the Old Testament. Let's bring up this first one, Drya. Um, it's a blog that was written by Dr. David Jeremiah, who is a you know, fairly trusted Bible prophecy expert, particularly from a what's called a dispensational viewpoint. Dispensational simply means that we believe that there's a different dispensation for um, the church and a different dispensation for Israel. God has different de dealings. Again, this goes back to Daniel 9, because the, the angel of the Lord told Daniel that there's going to be specifically 70 sevens, 70 weeks that are apportioned or dispensed for your people, that's Israel, the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, and your holy city, Jerusalem. 483 of those were fulfilled between the decree to rebuild the temple by Cyrus and the coming of the Messiah or the Messiah being cut off. That was fulfilled. The seven years, the one final seven, has yet to be fulfilled. So from that perspective, we believe that that final seven is specifically dealing with Israel and the Jewish people, and of course, the Antichrist and the globalist system. Dr. David Jeremiah uh, wrote an article about why isn't America in Bible prophecy? Let's bring that up, Jeremiah, please. Um, why isn't America in Bible prophecy? And um, this is a good question. This is a really good debate. There's some who say America is in Bible prophecy, and others who say America is not in Bible prophecy. Um, I'm of the opinion that America is not ultimately in Bible prophecy. Now, there's many nations that are not in Bible prophecy, specifically China. Um, Russia is, because Russia is, I believe, mentioned in Ezekiel 38-39. Rosh. Um, of course, ancient nations, Syria, uh, Jordan, Persia, Put, Kush, Arabia. There's other nations that are mentioned. But there's many nations that are not mentioned specifically in Bible prophecy. Does that mean that they are not going to be around? Well, we know that the Scripture tells us that God is going to be separating the sheep from the goats. And I believe that that could also uh, apply to nations. So not just people, but nations. Sheep nations, goat nations. That there will be certain nations that will resist the Antichrist spirit, possibly. But I think as we see this globalist agenda, the beast system, ramping up greater and greater, folks, we're seeing that really no nation is resisting, even America. America didn't resist during COVID. Israel didn't resist during COVID. The majority of the world's nations didn't resist during COVID. They went along with the lockdowns, with lockstep. So one would argue that, that um, even though there are mentions of nations, 
these nations will succumb ultimately to this globalist beast system, the one world government, the one world economy, and the one world religion. Now, America, since its inception, has enjoyed the blessings of God. I believe that America was founded upon the principles of the Bible, the Judeo-Christian heritage. It's not just I believe, evidence points that out. The writings of the founders, of the forefathers, going back to the early settlers, the matrix of liberty, uh, which demonstrated their reliance on the Bible. It demonstrated the early settlers were absolutely relying on the Bible. We know the Mayflower Compact, the Jamestown Compact. We know that 29 of the 56 signers of the Declaration were ministers of the gospel. We know that close to 40% of the writings of the founders were Bible verses. So this was our heritage, and I believe that America made a covenant with God. The, the people that came to this continent made a covenant with God, one that God honored. But now we have utterly turned our back on God as a nation. And I'm not talking about the fact that there are individual places and people that, that are seeking revival and outpouring. And, and certainly we've talked about we need revival, right? We need revival. The only thing that gives America any chance of prolonged existence is an outpouring, an awakening, and a revival based upon the Word of God. The Bible is the only answer, folks. We've said that over and over again. The Bible is the only answer. We need Christ in America. We need a, an end-time outpouring of God's Spirit. That end-time outpouring of God's Spirit, we know is prophesied. It will come, but it doesn't necessarily mean national revival. Let me say that one more time. Just because Joel chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, in Revelation 6, just because I should say Revelation 6 to 11 almost, that, that speaks of the events. The two witnesses, the 144,000 Jewish witnesses. There's going to be an outpouring of God's Spirit in the last days. But that doesn't necessarily mean national revival. Individual revival, individual awakening, awakening of the church, the true remnant, absolutely. So the, the, it begs the question, then I want to point to you to another article. Is the United States, this has got uh, questions. Uh, I use them oftentimes to look at some different perspective. Is the United States of America Bible prophecy? And we know that it's not, it's not explicitly mentioned in the Bible. Um, there is no certainty that America is mentioned. And... Um, we have to understand that there is parallels between America and Israel. There are parallels between the calling of, I think, Israel and, the, and calling of America to be a light to the nations. I believe that. Um, but the Bible focuses on Israel in the end times. The, as I said, the predominant focus of, of the end times is on Israel is on the nation of Israel. Now, those nations that bless Israel can be blessed, and those nations that curse Israel will be cursed. Those nations that seek to divide the land of Israel and currently our current illegitimate administration is certainly in that category of being a curse to Israel, whereas President Trump was trying to be a blessing to Israel. 
But the book of Revelation doesn't mention any other nation, specifically in the book of Revelation, other than Israel and Babylon. And, and even then, the, it's a mystery Babylon. It mentions the Antichrist system. It mentions the beast system. It mentions the global governance. All those things are there. So while some try to find America in Bible prophecy, I don't see it. I, I don't see America as being a beast. I don't see America as being per se, the mystery Babylon. I, I think the mystery Babylon is spiritual, not just now. Is America acting like a Babylon? Absolutely. It, it, are, are the morals of our nation and the condition of our government acting like Babylon? Absolutely. So why do I say all that? Why am I bringing all that up? Because I believe that America is on the verge of a national divorce. I believe that a national divorce is coming. This is hard for some to hear. First of all, based on just history of empires and nations, the Roman Empire, the, the, Gre the Grecian Empire, the Persian Empire, um, Israel, then you have in modern history, the Soviet Union, every one of these has ultimately collapsed and been broken up. The, the, uh, the, the, the British Empire, after the way that it dealt with Israel in the early turn of the century, the 20th century, uh, I believe God judged them and divided them. They were once, I believe, controlled about a third of the world's real estate. And they got brought down to the United Kingdom and a few smaller entities like Australia, New Zealand, Wales, even then, now it's predominantly the United Kingdom and, and uh, a small piece of real estate. So every major empire has eventually collapsed, especially if they rejected Judeo-Christian values or were divided against themselves. As the Bible principle tells us, no nation can stand, no entity can stand, no house can stand, I should say, that is divided against itself. And America is now, at the minimum, a tale of two nations. We are, at the minimum, a tale of two, maybe three, four, five nations, but at least two nations, where we have certain states that are going in one direction and other certain states that are trying to go back to civility and normality and common sense and our constitutional foundation and other states that are going into full board depravity darkness just full board open the door for every licentiousness and every ungodly thing you can imagine like minnesota california washington oregon new york illinois michigan and then other states like Oklahoma, Texas, maybe here in Tennessee, Florida, other states. So we are, at the, we are a divided nation and a divided nation cannot stand. And I believe that the parameters are there that now it calls for a national divorce. Especially if the dollar utterly collapses. 
I believe then you will see already we're seeing it already. Texas and even here in Tennessee are trying to look at backing up currency with gold or gold reserves. Um, even though they're trying to, you know, at the same time, there's a battle to open the door for digital currency coming in. Already we're seeing this, and this is precedented in the Bible in Jeremiah chapter 3. So now I want you to turn to the Bible with me to Jeremiah chapter 3. We're going to look at specifically God issuing a writ of divorce to Israel. Now, what does a writ of divorce mean? A writ of divorce means that it is a, a, a legal binding document. And the prophet Jeremiah is being told by the Lord that Israel has become so faithless, so corrupted, that he is now issuing them a writ of divorce. He's now divorcing them. Because remember the imagery, right? That God told Israel that I am going to be your husband, a bridegroom to you, the bride. Israel was the wife. God was the husband. But when the wife keeps committing adultery after adultery after adultery with with foreign gods and foreign entities and foreign nations and idolatry and Baal worship and Asherah worship and Molech worship and sacrificing their children to Molech, the Lord has had enough. And I'm going to share with you a word that the Lord put on my heart that I have not shared publicly. And I feel today is the day that I'm supposed to share this publicly. I've held on to this word for almost three years now, or more than three years. And uh, this happened in November of 2020, right after the fraudulent election, right after the theft of our election. Um, And I'm going to try to encompass this very quickly. But basically, the bottom line is, is that two or three days uh, you know, the night of the election, Trump was up by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands in multiple states. Should have been a landslide. All of a sudden, things flip. They stop counting votes. Um, any Christian out there that says that this was the most secure election and is buying that rhetoric, you're fools. With all due respect, you're fools. You are not looking at the evidence. You're, 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 you're listening to talking points. You've not done your homework. I, I exhort you, go do your homework. Research, research, research. Don't say, oh, well, the courts didn't do this or the court. The courts are corrupt in this nation. Even the Supreme Court is still corrupted in this nation. Um, They never looked at the actual evidence of malfeasance and fraud. Uh, The 2000 Mules movie showed that on one level of it with the mules. Uh, it, It has been shown over and over again. There's no way that Joe Biden is duly elected. But that's neither here or there, because we were not able to stop the theft of this election. And God didn't allow the this theft to be stopped because America is in judgment. This nation is under judgment. And so it was day three, still counting votes. Biden's now leading. They stopped counting in seven states, unprecedented, never happened before. We are in an unprecedented era. And I've shared this word with a few to validate that indeed the Lord gave me this word so that there are few that can be witness to the fact that I actually did hear it. I'm not saying this after the fact. And it was about three or four in the morning. It was the third day. Lord woke me up in the middle of the night. They were still talking about now that Biden is leading. Nothing had been, of course, certified. But now it, 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 it was very evident that the steel was on. The theft was, was on. 
And when the Lord woke me up, he very simply spoke these words because my heart was so grieved and burdened for our nation as every Christian's heart should have been. It's not politics. It's injustice. It's lawlessness. It's not politics. It's not about Republican or Democrat folks. It's about a nation that is lawless. If this had happened the other way, if, if, if Trump had, had been declared the winner and we knew that it was absolutely a theft, I would have been here saying the same thing because it's about righteousness. It's not about whether it's a Democrat or Republican issue. It's about whether it's a righteous issue. And it was absolutely unrighteous. This is criminal. This is injustice. This is lawlessness. This is corruption at a level that this nation has not seen. And I knew back then that that was the beginning of the end. So what the Lord spoke to me in that early hours of the morning, three days on the third day, was I am now issuing a writ of divorce to this nation. That was the word that the Lord spoke to my heart. I have it written down. I have it dated. I've, I've shared it with a few that can validate that indeed I have been, I was given that word. I didn't feel permission until today to share that in light of the things that are going on. But now I am going to be sharing that more publicly. I believe that we are, one more time, dry if we can have that image, I believe that we are now in the midst of a national divorce. I believe that's where we're at. I believe we are in divorce proceedings. Um, and the highest court being, being the court of heaven, God, is determining that proceeding. Now, there's some that are going to get very upset with me and say, no, I disagree, that's not from the Lord. You test it. You test it. But I'm going to show you here that in Jeremiah chapter 3, this is the very condition that Israel found, the very condition that America is in. A faithless America where immorality is so rampant now, it's so in our face, is in the same place and I'm not just saying this because Trump is about to be arraigned today, and that's unprecedented. We'll get to that in just a minute. I'm not saying it because of the fact that the trans ideology, we've gone from the LGBTQ++, be in your private space, do ungodly, unnatural things privately. Now it's in our faces, pride, 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 pride. Now the trans movement, every single time I turn on anything on the TV to watch some wholesome show. I can't even watch Andy Griffith or Little House on the Prairie without there being a commercial about uh, RuPaul's drag show or some, some uh, transgender thing. This is, uh, we are, we are, we are, we are it, it's like being in the pigsty and just playing around with it and going, isn't it so wonderful that we're so disgustingly dirty and the Church of Jesus Christ, have you noticed how silent the church has been since the shootings in Nashville? Have you noticed that very few of the social justice woke churches have said anything about the shootings? Because they don't, listen to me, they don't want to then hurt the feelings of the transgender, trans-affirming, LGBTQ plus IA 
because that's where the majority of the American church is at. They're more worried about licentiousness and protecting the feelings of the depraved than they are about Christian children at nine years old being massacred by a trans individual who, by the way, here's a headline that just came out. National police released disturbing update after combing through Covenant School Killers writing that this had been planned for months. You don't have this headline, Jariah. This had been planned for months. Metro National Police gave an update to the investigation. They had been planning over a period of months to commit mass murder. This wasn't a, a, a willy-nilly decision. I told you that last week. Trained, tactical. Someone trained this individual. This was planned. And then all of a sudden, gun control, gun control, gun control. We've lost our minds in this nation. The Democrat Party is so demonized now. And the, and, and the most of the Republicans are so weak-kneed and so compromised. That's what happens when you're compromised. If you're compromised, you're weak-kneed. It's better to at least know you're in the enemy camp than to be compromised and be lukewarm. And so I believe that America is now going through a absolute divorce proceedings and no one is calling this attack last week that I know of, very few, certainly not in the mainstream media, are calling it what it is, an anti-Christian hate crime. And as we covered last week, the trans spirit is an anti-Christ spirit. The trans spirit, this whole transgenderism is an anti-Christ spirit. And we are beginning to see the rise of now this trans-terrorism. We still have to deal with Islamic terrorism. We still have to deal with Antifa and BLM terrorism. But now, join the club. Now we're dealing with trans-terrorism because the, the, the same people that are arming and, and, and equipping Antifa uh, are now arming and equipping these confused individuals to go out and carry mass murder. But I go back to the fact in Jeremiah chapter 3. Let me get to this because I feel like I, I keep going off of it. This is about Israel being shameless. This is about the prophet Jeremiah who was predominantly called to the nation of Judah, the smaller remnant that was trying to still somehow find their way. Israel by this point had utter, utterly gone depraved, utterly backslidden, utterly adulterous to God. To, Je to Jehovah, to Yahweh. And now God is issuing them. So he says, they say if a man divorces his wife and she goes from him and becomes another man's, may he return to her again? Would not that land be greatly polluted? But if you have played the harlot with many lovers, yet return to me, says the Lord, lift up your eyes to the desolate heights and see where have you not lain with men? By the road you have sat for them like an Arabian in the wilderness and you have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore, the showers have been withheld and there has been no latter rain. 
You have had a harlot's forehead. You refuse to be ashamed. Will you not from this time cry to me? My father, you are the guide of my youth. Will he remain angry forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, you have spoken and done evil things as you were able. Folks, I don't see a better indictment of this nation and the morals of the world, but particularly America, that, as I said, was so founded on the Bible and the Judeo-Christian values and principles and so many of our founders. How can we not look at this passage that I just read for you from Jeremiah chapter 3? and say, we are exactly, lift up your eyes, America, to the desolate heights and see where have you not lain with men and committed adulteries, committed harlotries. Now the Lord calls them back. The Lord said also to me in the days of Josiah the king, have you seen what backsliding Israel has done? She has gone up on every high mountain and under every green tree and there played the harlot. And I said, after she had done all these things, return to me. But she did not return. And her treacherous sister Judah saw it. Then I saw that all for all the causes for which backsliding Israel committed adultery, I, put, I had put her away and given her a certificate of divorce or a writ of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah did not fear, but went and played the harlot also. So it came to pass through her casual harlotry that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and trees. And yet for all of this, her treacherous sister Judah had not returned to me with her whole heart, but in pre pretense, says the Lord. Remember again, Jeremiah is trying to speak to Judah. Jeremiah has tried to use the example of Israel to say, listen, Israel, look at what Israel did. Look what your, your, your sibling Israel did. You, Judah, have you not seen what God did? God issued them a real divorce. God sent them into their enemies. God allowed their enemies to take them over. That's why China is taking America over. That's why we have the most corrupt government in our history. That's why we have open borders. That's why we have these globalists. The criminal Biden clan and Clinton clan. Nobody gets indicted by, by, by Trump, Right. I said on Sunday in my message, you want to talk about indictments? Let's put it on the table. Let's indict Biden. Let's indict the Biden family. Let's indict the Clinton family. Let's indict Epstein. Let's indict all the people that were uh, involved in child sex trafficking with Epstein. And, and let's, in, let's indict uh, all the COVID uh, uh, mass murderers like Fauci. Let's, let's bring it to the table. You want to indict? Let's indict. If Trump is guilty, then, then let's find out. But what about the others? No, we are now in a, in a tale of two nations where justice is arbitrary, where justice has been politicized and weaponized. The, the headline, let's go to this first headline, Jirai, of course, as you know, breaking to, today is the day of the arraignment breaking. You have that first headline uh, of Gateway Pundit. Trump uh, charged with 34 felonies felonies and yet they say no no hey we're not going to handcuff him we're not going to mugshot him uh, it's supposed to be 215 this afternoon 215 this afternoon is supposed to be the, the the date of the arraignment in new york by this soros funded briggs this da completely this is a da by the way if you read up on him if you haven't that he is anti-felonies he routinely will refuse to charge 
violent criminals in the city of New York with felonies, but yet he's okay charging the president of the United States, unprecedented, never as a president of the United States been indicted. And I'm not saying that it should never happen if it's warranted, but you're talking about the Clinton cabal, the Biden cabal. We have evidence of them taking money from uh, the, the Republicans are claiming, I said this to you, uh, I don't care about their claims. I want to see the rubber hit the road. You claim that you have all this smoking gun evidence that the Biden clan absolutely is colluding with China and getting massive amounts of money from China. Uh, impeach Biden. House of Representatives, where are the impeachment trials? The Republicans control the House. Thirty-four felony counts for supposed hush money. Thirty-four felonies, not misdemeanors, felonies. This is as a political witch hunt as you can get. But in all of it, it is a distraction. In my opinion, I said this last Thursday. I believe this is a distraction. I'm not saying it's not real. But it's a distraction from the bigger picture of what is happening to America. They don't want you to know that America is collapsing. They want to keep us preoccupied with things like this and focusing on, you know, fighting the transgenderism and the drag queens and all these things. And again, I'm not saying we shouldn't be fighting. We absolutely must be fighting those things because it's our moral issues. But the bigger picture is they are getting ready to collapse this nation. And it is imperative right now that those in this nation, whether it's states or local counties, looking at the, the lesser magistrates, even going back to the county level, it is imperative that we set up counties and or states for liberty that are places of sanctuary for common sense and sanity and rule of law, and our constitutional foundation. That's why Texas, that's why Tennessee, that's why Oklahoma, some of these states need to be able to right now back up their currency with gold, the depositories. They're trying to move in that direction. Why? Because we are going through, one more time, Dry, that image is such a powerful image. We are going through, you see the, the, those blocks on the screen. We are being divided. We are being piecemealed. And God is allowing it. Just as he declared to Israel in Jeremiah 3, that I have issued them a certificate of divorce. I believe that the Lord has spoken this word over America. And this will go against those prophets that are saying America is going to be great again and America is going to be, or even Trump, or even the motto of Trump that America is going to be great again. I don't believe that America will be great again. Uh, he could not make America great again. There was things that he did to try to move us back in that direction. But the problem is, is that we have a corruption issue. We have cancer within us that is not being dealt with. And this union of 50 states, when you have states like Minnesota and California and Washington opening the floodgates for every perversion, for mass murder of children through abortion, through, ge through gender mutilation, 
Why do you think they targeted Tennessee? Because we became the first state to ban drag shows, which, by the way, a, a federal judge, a, a Republican-appointed, Trump-appointed federal judge in Memphis uh, put a temporary hold on that law that was supposed to go into effect to stop these drag shows because they claim it's unconstitutional at public venues. No one's trying to stop them from having their private shows. The two aspects of the law was it can't be on a public property, and number two, no child, no, uh, yeah, no person under the age of 18 can be present at these shows. Tennessee was one of the first states to ban gender reassigning surgeries, or what we should more aptly call gender mutilation surgeries taking small children and mutilating their bodies when they don't even know what they believe yet, being told they're, they're, they're not what they were born with. This is a level of depravity, folks. As I've said before, we're giving Sodom and Gomorrah a run for their money. And I'm not trying to be focused only on the negative. Are there positives? Is God trying to bring revival? Is God trying to bring, bring worship back? Yes, but it does not change the fact that I believe that the time has come for this nation to begin the process. The question is now, see, here, here's the thing, here's the thing, listen. It's not that we cannot get along with those we disagree with. It's not that we cannot coexist with evil people and evil ideologies. We're not supposed to have fellowship with evil ideologies. We're not supposed to have any fellowship with darkness. But it's not that we can say, listen, we'll live our lives and you live your lives. The problem is they will not let us live our lives. They now, this is demonic. Remember, it's a spirit behind this. So they now are, are hell-bent on destroying us, persecuting and destroying true Bible-believing Christians and those who believe in the rule of law, believe in, 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 in national sovereignty, believe in sound money, believe in constitutional principles, believe in freedom, the, the right to self-defense, the freedom of speech, the freedom of worship. They are the ones who are in control of government, control of the media, control of the education system, control of the courts. We are in captivity, politically speaking. And we need local counties and we need states to begin the process of preparation. It includes the way that we spend our money. It includes the advocacy that we have locally. Stop worrying about the 20, now, some of you say, well, what about, you know, Trump's gonna get back in? Okay, let me look. I agree, look at this next headline from Breitbart. Let's get this one, uh, the, the poll, one dry right there. Uh, Ron DeSantis support drops below 20% while Trump surges after indictment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the polls are showing uh, he'll, uh, uh, Trump holds a 29-point lead right now over DeSantis, um, which has uh, gone up 15% since March. Um, and I'm trying to look at the, the primaries that are coming up. But the bottom line is that, yes, this, from a political standpoint, I think will backfire. The, the, the arraignment, the indictment, this political witch hunt. Um, I don't know if you saw the video back in November of Biden saying, look, we're going to do whatever 
necessary in our powers to stop Trump from running. This is absolutely a political uh, prosecution, just like January 6th, the prisoners, right? It's a political prosecution. But it is still a distraction for what they're doing because they're collapsing our dollar. They're collapsing, and I'm going to get to that here in a minute because you have to understand what's going on. But um, and then here's another headline: um, All bets are off. Let's go to that Western Journal one dry. We got to go through these really quick. All bets are off. Conservative lawyers uh, are saying the GOP prosecutors in these Republican states should be indicting now, just like they've done with Trump. They should be indicting Soros. They should be indicting. Biden, this should be indicting Clinton, this should be, it should be uh, fair play, right? But they don't have a spine. They should. As I said, let, you want to indict? Let's put it all on the table. Let's indict everybody and see what sticks. See what is actually, you know, but they don't have the political guts. They don't have the backbone. They don't have the testosterone to be able to do what is necessary. But what is this really about? As, listen, let me give you one more headline, Dry. Let's go to that, that Wyoming um, uh, kill everyone now. Bring this up. Wyoming Democrat state lawmaker posts video calling for politically motivated murders. And, and in one of the videos that is posted, um, she has a image called Auntie Faye says, Protect trans folks, um, you can't see it here in this image, but protect trans folks against fascists and bigots. You have a picture of a grandma wearing a blue headband with a what looks to be an AR-15, and it is now, so again, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the beginning of the trans terrorism. This is what they're doing. When I said last week, the rise of trans terrorism is because they're they are using everything they can to be able to, to rile up, demonically rile up already devastated individuals who are within this trans ideology, already confused, already devastated, already suicidal, already have a death threat. This individual in Nashville in her manifesto that has already, what's been reported, clearly had a death wish, wanted to die, knew she was going to die, doesn't care almost like the Islamic agenda. And yet the White House can't bring themselves to say Christian anything. When Muslims are killed, they'll say Muslim. When the LGBT are killed, they'll say LGBT. But they can't bring themselves to say, oh, Christians were killed in Nashville while celebrating the Trans Diversity Day on Thursday, three days after the shootings last week in Nashville. No mention of Christian anti-hate crime. Where is the Justice Department? Where is the FBI that should be investigating this? The FBI, by the way, in that article about that, you know, um, they had more manifesto. The FBI, this is how idiot, what a bunch of idiots and fools the FBI is. The FBI Behavioral Analysis Unit says, the motive for Hale's actions has not been established and remains under investigation by the Homicide Unit in consultation with the FBI Behavioral. We don't know what her motive is. She targeted the school where she went. That's a Christian school. She's transsexual. She uh, hates Christianity. We don't know what the, what the motive is. They're going to continue to allow Christians to be targeted and, and murdered. But here's the real, here's the real, here's what this is all about. 
First of all, it's a demonic agenda. Look at this InfoWars article. MSNBC Talking Head says, do we have that one right there? Guns are the new Molech. Guns are the new Molech. On your screen, you have two individuals. You have Charlotte Clymer, who is a transgender activist. You can clearly see that's a dude. Not a woman, it's a dude. And then who is the buffoon on the left of your screen? That's Jim Wallace, so-called social justice Christian Jim Wallace, a former spiritual advisor to Barack Obama, head of the Center for Faith and Justice at Georgetown. Jim Wallace is as a reprobate apostate as you get within Christianity. They're sitting there saying this, children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. And then the accused conservative of, um, or, or climber claimed, that children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. When? When has a shooter showed up to kill drag queens? When? I said last week, give me one incidence where this has happened. Give me one incidence where they've attacked and killed. Wallace then goes on to say, this is constantly what they talk about. White Christian nationalism, which is behind all this, is literally a biblical heresy. And then compared gun owners to the ancient god Molech the same one that is worshipped in the form of a creepy giant owl by the Bohemian Grove. He says, quote, there was an ancient god called Molech. Leviticus talks about Molech, who was a god that children were sacrificed to in flames. And the Bible is very tough on Molech. Guns are our new Molech. Wow. Guns are the Molech. We're sacrificing our children to Molech when we could do easy, common sense things about guns, Wallace declared. Wow. Talk about the blind leading the blind. Jim Wallace is as reprobate and a heretic as you will ever find. There's nothing in him that shows he's a Christian and no Christian should be following anything that this fool says. But you know what this is really about? Final 10 minutes or seven, eight minutes. What this is really about, folks, is again, this nation being divided and, and handed up to the globalists. And God's allowing it. Let's go to this headline from the Gateway Pundit, end of the dollar, Jariah. This is what we should be paying attention to, folks. This is the real story. End of the dollar. India uses rupees rather than the U.S. dollar for international trade. 18 countries are great to trade in the Indian rupees. Following the U.S. Federal Reserve's sharpest tightening in monetary policy in decades, India has offered its currency as an alternative for trade to nations that are experiencing a shortage of U.S. dollars, Bloomberg reports. As a result of Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies, there are now new coordinated efforts to weaken the global reliance on the U.S. dollar. There is some reports, folks, that says the South Asian nation is prepared to trade in rupees. It goes on to talk about the fact that there is now potentially 140 nations. Here in this article, it talks about 18 countries in separate 60 cases, uh, Botswana, Fiji, Germany, Goana, Israel, Kenya, Malaysia, uh, Myanmar, New England, Omar, Russia, Singapore, Sri Lanka, Uganda, United Kingdom, uh, Russia, of course, the BRICS nations, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America, are all, are all in the process of developing their own currency. The, uh, uh, the Saudis already said they're going to be expecting they're going to be accepting the Chinese yuan for uh, petro for for um, oil instead of the U.S. dollar. This is an absolute 
disaster for the American dollar. It will massively devalue the American dollar, which is exactly what they want as they prepare to transition to digital currency later this year. I'm not trying to be an alarmist, folks. Uh, here you have Saudi Arabia partners with China to build a Chinese oil refinery worth 83 billion yuan, $12.2 billion. Kenya signs deal with Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates to buy oil with Kenyan shilling instead of U.S. dollars. President of Kenya tells citizens get rid of U.S. dollars. The Association of Southeast Asian Nations considers dropping the U.S. dollar, euro, and yen, and British pound for local currency. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. China and France complete the first LG, LNG gas trade using Chinese yuan, ending reliance on the U.S. dollar, and it just goes on and on and on. Next headline at the same time, Breitbart, Saudi-led OPEC Plus announces surprise 1.16 million barrels per, per day of oil cuts. Watch out. Gas prices are going to go up again. Energy prices are going to go up again. This is absolutely retaliatory because the BRICS nations, as I said, Brazil, Russia, China, India, the Saudis are joining the BRICS nations. Uh, they see that America is not going to defend them. It's not going to stand with them uh, under this corrupt Biden administration. At the same time, Biden is dismantling America for China to hand them over to the globalists. So what is our solution? Our solution is what? Accept the writ of divorce, come back to the states. We need states' rights. We need states to back. Um, or as some are talking about in Texas, we need states to come up with new currency. We need the states to come up with brand new currency. Uh, I told you uh, last week that we're talking to people in Texas who have set up a uh, private membership association credit union that is going to be silver backed. The silver right now is almost $24.5 at spot. Uh, buying is about $26. Gold has gone up to well over $2,000 an ounce, 24 something an ounce for silver. Um, now's the time. Now is the time, if you haven't already done it, to liquid, to, to, diversify, get things in real property, get things in hard assets like gold and silver. I know it's, it's hard to come by. Um, Genesis was one that I saw. Somebody sent me an email about Genesis that they supposedly still have this currency. But guess what? The globalists are buying gold and silver. All of the elite in America are buying gold and silver because they know what they're planning. They know what's coming. And that's the real story. The real story is what is what they're planning for this year in the collapse of the United States. Um, uh, one more article, Moody's chief economist. You have that one dry up. Wouldn't be surprised by more bank failures. No, that, that's a duh. That's obvious because we know that they used Federal Reserve money to bail out Silicon Valley Bank, which was mostly Chinese companies. That's right, folks. We used uh, American dollars, American assets to, 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 to insure and give money to Chinese. They want to now have the, the uninsured as well. There's no way we have it unless we print more money, which means more uh, hyperinflation. This is unsustainable. It is inevitable now that potentially 140 nations are saying they're going to move away from the U.S. dollar. And what that means is we have to diversify. We have to have hard assets. We have to learn bartering. This is why in our Patriot Network here in East Tennessee, this coming Monday at 7 o'clock, tune in to uh, tilministry.com slash live. 
tilministry.com. Like you see on your screen there, just put a slash and a live to it. Join our live stream where we're going to be talking about private membership associations, how to set up businesses and schools and churches and um, even credit unions using private membership association. Get out of the federal, the FDIC, get out of fiat currency. We got to prepare ourselves. We need other, we need businesses that are willing to do bartering. We need businesses that are willing to trade in other types of currency, maybe silver, maybe gold, but other, or we need states to form their own currency. This is a time where, where, listen, this show is one you got to share with every person you know. Every person you know that even remotely will listen. It is one of the most important shows I think we've done in our year plus that we've been on the air. Because we are getting ready one more time, Drya, for a national divorce. Whether we like it or not, it's happening. It's coming. It's coming. America is not going to be spared. America, in my opinion, is not in Bible prophecy. America will not become great again. Now, maybe parts of America can become great again. Parts of America can see revival. God can protect parts of America. So this is what, and many people have seen this. I've seen this, this dream of, of areas of light and areas of darkness in this nation, areas being turned over to depravity, areas turning back to righteousness. So we are in that battle right now. That's what we should be praying for. We should be praying for awakening. We should be praying for revival. The dark, the light has to break through the darkness, folks. We need the revival of the Holy Spirit to awaken the church and to awaken those in this nation to have eyes to see what the real agenda is. Do not get consumed by this indictment and arraignment of Trump. Uh, it is, it is, it is, um, it, it is the surface level of what they're doing. Uh, I'm not saying don't pray for the president, pray for the president, pray for his family. Uh, as many have said, they come after him, they're coming after us. But I'm saying to you, there's a bigger agenda. The bigger agenda is the destruction of this nation. It's time is coming. We have a pushback. This is why we did our DVD called The Great Pushback. And in it, I encourage you again, go order your copy of The Great Pushback right now. Do we have that on the screen real quickly, please, Dry? We're running out of time. Tillministry.com slash pushback, tillministry.com slash pushback. What do we talk about in the solutions there is revival. And what we talk about in the solutions of that DVD is local, not global, not even national, but local. Work locally, set up uh, Patriot networks, set up community groups that can have food supply, communication, security, marketplace, alternative education, alternative healthcare, alternative banking, alternative media. Then we need to have uh, local governance put pressure on our local governance, our sheriffs, our county officials to have constitutional counties, to be counties that are not going to succumb to this globalist agenda. The United States of America as a whole, its government, I don't believe, will be restored as a whole. That's my prediction. I know some will agree. I don't know, Dry, what the comments are like today. Um, we, we don't even have time to go through the comments, but please pray about this. If you think that I'm wrong, if you think that I'm off, pray about it. But uh, we are entering the time. We are very close to the tribulation period. I believe that uh, some some already are saying that this year, uh, those who are not pre-tribulation rapture are already saying that this year could be the beginning of the tribulation. I'm not sure if I'm there yet, but we are very close to the tribulation. We're very close 
to their agenda being implied, and the United States of America is in the way, it must be dismantled. And I believe, as I said, I've shared with you this word that the Lord gave me that I've shared with others, and only time will tell. But it's based on Scripture. I shared with you Jeremiah 3. It's precedented that God issued a writ of divorce to Israel. Why wouldn't God, if, if He did it to Israel, why wouldn't He do it to America, given where we're at? So we need to prepare ourselves to go through this. It is going to be painful. It is going to be hurtful. I'm not predicting civil war in the sense of a, 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 a you know, what we think of civil war, but we are already a divided nation, a tale of two nations, three nations, four nations, and we need to prepare ourselves. So we'll be talking about that more. Please pray about this and pray for how we prepare. Um, if you want to support our ministry, if you believe in this ministry, please pray about making a one-time donation right now to us folks to keep us going. Tillministry.com slash donate. Everything is going up. Our live stream costs, our uh, email costs, our streaming costs, our, our text alert, everything is going up. But we are doing this because we believe in faith. We travel and we don't charge by faith. So would you help us stay on the air? And if you want to join our monthly supporters, go to our Gideon Army. Join our Gideon Army of 300 where you can then pray for us and donate on a monthly basis. It helps us to budget. We're grateful for your support. We're grateful to all of our Gideon Army. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back with you Thursday. Now, Thursday will be pre-recorded. I will not be live, but it'll be pre-recorded, but it will be a content. I'm going to have my friend Leo Homan on. We're going to have an incredible show. So we'll be broadcasting that. We're going to be recording that later tonight, and we're going to be broadcasting that on Thursday. So it's still a, it's still a brand new show, but it just won't be live in the sense of me being here because we actually have a Seder dinner that we're doing at our church, and I'm going to be at that Seder dinner celebrating the Passover. So I want to tell you, Please have a blessed Passover week this time. Reflect on Christ. Reflect on the passion of Christ. And remember, not just the passion and the crucifixion, but remember the resurrection. He is risen and He is coming back. The King of Kings is coming back to overthrow these governments, to overthrow this beast system and to set up His kingdom on earth. That will happen. Guaranteed. We're soon approaching that day. So may Christ be exalted. May you be steady in your faith. Contend for Christ, steady in your faith. God bless you. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry. Have a blessed rest of your week. Have a blessed rest of your Passion Week. And uh, may God be glorified. We'll see you on Thursday night.